Yo, 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 you already know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode of Thinker versus Speaker, where I, Marissa the Thinker, sit down with different guests and we talk about all things, anything, everything, life, love, relationships, spirituality, literally whatever we want to talk about. So if you're into that kind of thing, strap up, tune in and get ready to listen. Now, because we talk about any and everything, sometimes we might cover some sensitive topics, sensitive topics. So if you easily triggered, I don't know what triggers people. So if we get into something that you don't want to hear about, hopefully we don't. But if we do, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. And hopefully you come back next week when we're talking about something different and you can join the conversation again. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and hop into it. We got one of the emerging business leaders themselves back today. We got Trey L. Scott back in the building of A&O Movers, Emerging Business Leaders Expo. Come on, help me out. What else we got to help me finish it up? Oh, hey. being cleaners, uh, clean services. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a part of uh, several other organizations, but this is your boy Trey L. Scott. They call me the uh, TikTok preacher, but yeah. you can find all social platforms at Trey L. Scott. All right, all right, all right, all right. How are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good, man. You know, keeping busy, keeping. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 keep me busy, man. Yeah, poof. Um, I mean, between uh, you know, just juggling, you know, you know, several other businesses, sitting on several different boards of nonprofit organizations, and just bouncing back and forth across all the state of Missouri, <laughs> I stay busy. Yeah, <laughs> believe me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So lately, you know, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How has that been for you? I know it's a lot to juggle. Like sometimes, even I find that. It, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Like a lot of these businesses, like one business is time consuming, right? Yeah. But have right. multiple now. Right. What is that, what is that like? What, what is that like? How do you even balance all of these things? Oh my God. Like, I, you know, before we got on, before we got started, I was telling you earlier, man, it takes a village. Like it literally does. Like for me, I had to go in realizing that I can't do everything on my own. And I'm the type of person where, you know, I, I, if it's going to get done, it's going to get done my way because I know if I do it my way, it's going to get done right. But then I had to humble myself and take a seat and take take a step back and then put myself on the back burner and understand that it's not about me. It's about the you know the, you know the overall mission, the overall goal. What do I want to see coming out of my you know half of the companies that I'm working with, half the organizations that I'm working with, and it's about the people that we're helping. And so I had to realize that I had literally had to eat a slice of humble pie and just take a back seat to a lot of this stuff. So that means sometimes it requires that I don't be the leader, that I need a leader knows when to lead and when not to lead. You know, sometimes, and you know, it takes me understanding that I have to listen. <laughs> I have to listen to my crew. I have to listen to my staff. I have to listen to the people that I'm working with constantly and daily because I don't know everything. Yeah. Some things I'm still. My pastor always used to tell me, man, you have to remain teachable. At that point when you think you know it all <laughs> is when you begin to fail. So um, lately I've just been realizing that, that I uh, can't do it on my own. I can't. It takes a village. And that everything that I'm putting my hand on, you know, everything that I'm involving myself with, it's just not for me. That everything that God has called me to in this season, everything that's attached to my name is going to get blessed. Everything that's a part of me, everyone that's a part of me, everybody that's tied to me will be blessed. So I have to realize that and just say, Lord, what are you doing? You want me to start another company? You want me to do this? You want me to do that? And he's like, man, but what about the people that, you know, that come on with me? Like my girlfriend, you know, Derek, because she's 
you know, right along with me, man. That's my right hand. And, um, you know, my brother and, you know, a lot of people that are working with me, my, my crew. And then I tell them all the time, I was like, man, whatever the vision is for me, he's setting it just not for me, but he's setting it for us. Yeah. So a lot of it's just, you know, realizing that I have to step to the side and I have to be humble and I have to remain teachable. Yeah. Yeah, that's very real. That That's so real. I think um, as you were talking, something that stuck out in my mind, it's almost like one of the traits of a good leader is being able to always see the bigger picture and being able Man. to yourself out and still see the bigger picture of everything because you know the ego will be like I gotta touch it all it gotta be my way and whatever but in reality a good leader is gonna be able to say let me step back and let you have it you know um I remember back um when I was a retail manager one of the things that made me strong, people, people don't understand, like, they be like, you young, and you, like, you keep moving up, why, and it's just because I let, pe I, uh, I give people the room to be successful, I hate, I've always hated micromanagers, I've mm. always hated a micromanager, mm. and it's because a micromanager doesn't give you the opportunity to do what you do well, or let them grow, yeah, or let them grow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not here to put my hand in every bucket. One of my one of my best managers ever, he was just like, do your job and let everybody else do their job. So yeah. you teach you teach people how to do their jobs so you can do your job and I can do my job. And that's how we work. And yeah. he said things start falling apart when everybody starts trying to do Everybody man, job. man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> he told you you were the driver, but then you over there trying to give directions on where to get to. You ain't working the GPS, you know what I mean? So yeah. you need to sit in the driver's seat and then play and stay in your lane. Yeah, man, I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it happens all the time with organizations, man. Sometimes you know they tell us to uh, what we do, we cross train, which is perfectly fine, you know, but a skill and certain talent that you may have, I don't. And so that's the whole purpose of this or of the company that we're starting with emerging business leaders is that we're combining these different businesses and community leaders and organizations, and we're combining them to give them all their assets and skills that they have to bring together these emerging business leaders, of course, and to, you know, to serve a greater purpose or serve, serve, serve a great goal. So we have, you know, uh, Rashid, who's, you know, a graphic design. I can't do graphic design, right. <laughs> nor can I. Rashid, if you have not noticed, and I, I, I post this all the time, he makes every shirt, business card, logo, and slogan for our companies, for my um, emerging business leader, for A&O Movers, for B&K Cleaners. He made all those. Yeah. I don't do it. I tell him my vision. I say, hey, man, look, this is what I see. This is how I see it. This is where I envision it going. And I, I'm the creativity, the artistic, you know, the artistic, and just he, he, imagine that he hears me and he brings it from spirit, you know, just the, the spiritual realm into reality. And it's crazy to me how this brother can work, man. He's like, I'm on it. I got you. You need yeah. how many shirts? I got you. And I'm on it. And, you know, I, and he works with me. And then we got another brother, you know, Donald. Donald was on, on, on to the podcast uh, a couple episodes back. Yeah. And, um, you know, background and you know in photography and how he talked about he wouldn't for photography and i was like brother i got this big project they were working on and i want to bring you on and you know just to have these people because all everyone has something they're bringing to the table and if you're bringing it to the table and we're sitting at the table everybody's going to eat 
And that's yeah. the whole <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is the whole purpose of it, man. Yeah. Just, you know, just don't, you know, too many, you know, what they say, too many keys, not enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, we could all be when we could all be working together. That that's something funny. It came up when I was talking to to Rachel, and it was just like, you 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 introduced me to Rachel, and it's just like Rachel can introduce me to somebody else, and then it goes on and on and on and on, and that's the type of energy that we need, you know, to be successful in in our in our community, and that's what I love so much. I remember on the first episode that we did, we talked about crabs in a barrel, yeah. And, we it, it's just like I don't it, I don't see no crabs in no barrels right now. I yeah. don't I don't I don't I don't see not a crab in a barrel. It's just like everybody is on the same page. It's just like we get it now, and it's I just tell you, mm -hmm. I, so I um I evaluate everybody I bring to your podcast. I'm not gonna bring you anybody I don't think that's worth coming on. I'm not gonna bring anybody that I don't think that you know that's worth your time. You know um. Sometimes we'll get a lot of times where we get people that, you know, just, you know, are chasing clout, to be honest. <laughs> you yeah. get a lot of people, you know, that are out here claiming they doing the work and they out here doing the footwork for it and putting down, you know, boots on the ground and just really chasing, you know, fame and clout. But I would say this, everyone that's came on thus since then, man, these are go-getters. These are leaders in their own right. These mm -hmm. are community leaders. They're doing the work in their communities and they are actually doing the work as entrepreneurs. You can see the work that they're doing and it emulates, it oozes out on them when they talk, when they speak, you hear it in their voice, you hear the passion behind it. So anybody I bring to the table with you, you better believe they 100. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, I, I can stamp that. I can definitely, I can definitely stamp that. Uh, you wait. Uh, and you hear her. <laughs> yeah. You wait till you, you talk to Precious. Okay, yeah. yeah now I yeah. talked to her this morning. I talked oh, to her this morning. It's just like all these people. I was just like, nah, we friends. We ain't this. This ain't this. <laughs> you my friend now. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. So let's talk more about the expo. So like, what's the project? What's the pro progress on the expo? What are we looking like since the last time? Right. Hey, great. Uh, I'm glad to hear this. I'm glad you actually allowed us to use your platform to come on and actually give a little bit of promotion and spotlight the expo a little bit more. So we last I talked to you, we were talking about we were creating this organization for a non-profit and um, we were creating Emerging Business Leader. Well, Emerging Business Leader are hosting an expo for um, and the idea was that in the past when we were growing up, we used to have the Black Expo every summer, every fall. They will have bands come out and every band from the city will be in the, in the parade. And then you would have like the battle of the uh, bands and then, you know, football team. Yeah. And we'll be at the Jones Dome and, you know, we'll have all like the small businesses out there and then the vendors. I got my first cell phone at the Black Expo. My first cell phone number was from the Black Expo, man. Wow. We were part of Man on Business and GOV and they would step every annually at the Black Expo. You had different other step teams and mentorship and all this stuff was available and it was free to the public. It was free to people and it was free to our people that, you know, that look like me, that look like you. And it was free where we can get out and we can get information that was needed to our communities. Mm -hmm. Benefit information that was not, you know, not at the time, you know, we couldn't find it anywhere else. So we haven't seen it in a while in North County or in St. Louis and we thought, you know, hey, Let's do our own. You know, we have a lot of people that are, you know, that are in the same chair as us. 
entrepreneurs, community leaders that are out here doing the work and, you know, they're having a tough time getting promotion or getting their name out there in the street and they really want to help, need the help. So when we first started our company, it was hard. You know, you nobody knew who we were. You know, I had the experience, 10 years of the experience. So I had the experience, but I didn't have the reputation in St. Louis. So we had to build that rapport with our customers and build that rapport with the people around here and do the network like we're doing now, networking. So this whole expo is about networking, collaborating, supporting each other, being there and not being crabs in a burrow and actually giving back to our community. So November 4th, like I said, November 4th, <laughs> North County, St. Louis, East St. Louis, Belleville, Fairview Heights, St. Charles, Missouri. If you're in Missouri, Illinois, you need to come on out. We got people flying in from New York and Texas. I guess speakers are from New York and Texas. Yes. Yes. They'll tell you further on down the road. Uh, we got guest speakers flying in. We got a, a multimillionaire. Um, uh, he's coming in. He's going to be one of our uh, keynote speakers. Uh, Andrea Hendricks from Jefferson City. She's coming in. She's going to be one of our keynote speakers. Um, she specializes in finances and actually funding small businesses. Um, we got a list of other like performers, African dance performers, step teens, um, poets. Rachel, Rachel will be performing at the expo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'll be on on the uh, podcast later on in a month or so or a week or so. Um, she'll be performing. So we got artists, poets, you name it, man. We're, we're representing for the culture. We're representing for the you know the hometown, the home team. Um, over thirty vendors. We're looking and we're hoping if you haven't signed up yet, over 30 vendors from around the metropolitan area will be at this expo. Now, our goal is, you know, just, you know, expose them as small business leaders. You know, we want to make sure, you know, get the word out. You know, if you're selling boutiques, you know, you know, you're selling chains and bottles and trinkets and stuff like that. We want them there. Uh, we do also have a package deal where we're doing right now. So for the first six vendors to sign up, and I think you've seen this. Oh, we're yeah. All, you know, we're offering a free headshot, which is hard to come by. Free headshot. Not only a free headshot, we're offering a free flyer. So we'll you'll get your custom made flyer designed by our own very graphic designer, which is going to be featured on your own free uh billboard that we'll offer to you as well. So you not only you're getting a free headshot, a free flyer. <laughs> graphic made from our graphic design team then you're getting your own free head uh billboard what more can you ask for so not mm -hmm. only you know we had one of the vendors ask us so what is it in for me and what is it what's in it for me and i'm like well besides the exposure and the network yeah right 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 so we were like we we want we want we want to blow this thing out we want to offer things that are going to be beneficial uh to the people that are coming so not only to the public but to the vendors we'll have lunch for the vendors uh the vendors can sit in on some of these classes and these workshops we'll have workshops from the vendors for small business owners if you want to start your business if you need help funding your business we have workshops for that mm -hmm. so we're literally around the clock working um up until November fourth trying to you know blow this thing out man you know we're excited. We're excited for the people that are coming. We're excited for the people that already signed up. We already had our first vendor signed up, and she's coming down to get her hand shot, her billboard taken care of. Actually, one of my students. <laughs> one of my students. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, I started another company. I have a business called uh, um, consulting firm. Sorry. I had a business consulting firm that we're doing currently right now. And uh, I had another student of mine that I've been working with for over like about two months or so. Um, and, uh, she works as a mobile spot. So she travels and she does mobile spot. And she just recently came down to do some training in St. Louis. 
I hooked up with a couple of my connects. Next thing you know, she got the ball rolling. She got the funding for a company. Now she's looking to buy a camper out in Kansas City that oh, is wow. going to get retrofitted for a mobile spa because the person that previously owned it owned it uh, wanted to do it for a mobile spa as well. So now she's looking to buy a camper. She's uh she's already hooked up with Rasheed. He's going to make her some shirts. Um, she got um, some uh, hookups through me again on getting some trinkets and some other merchandise purchases made as well. Donald's going to get her hooked up on a headshot. We got the ball rolling. Yeah. All we need is the community, the people. So spread the word. Tell your mom, your cousin, and your uncle too. We all need you to show up November fourth to the Emerging Business Leader Expo. Okay. So I got I got two questions for you. First question. Yeah. All right. I want to be a vendor. What is it that I'm looking at? You know what I'm saying? What 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 is it that I want to expect? Say if I want to be a vendor, but I'm apprehensive because I don't know what the process is. What it right. what I expect? So if you want to be a vendor, you can just re easily reach out to us. You can um, email us if you want to. You can email us at emerging underscore leaders at outlook.com. Or you can call 314-625-0927 and we can go ahead and get you signed up over that. There's just a simple uh, registration fee of $75. Now that registration fee covers your uh, your booth, your table, um, and your lunch for that day. But it That's also covers yeah, booth, table, lunch, and then you're also getting into all the workshops that are going to be available for that day. The workshops are going to you know, be from, you know, and these are, you know, we're bringing in Adrian Hendricks, he has over probably $5 million allocated to uh, small business owners right now, sitting into the account that she's working with for the, uh, she's an underwriter for JP and Morgan. And she's, she's getting so many business owners signed up. She's looking for minority women in business. She's looking for minorities in business. And so we're giving you access to this, you know, yeah. um, um, the, you know, the public, you know, the, the networking, of course, um, you know, the other keynote speakers, you know, that, you know, all this resource is coming to you and all you at the price of $75 just to get the network, the resource, the funding and to get, you know, the time to come spend, up, spend with us. That's all you need. $75, $75 to sign up and then you know, we'll get your information, get you taken down. Uh, like I said, the first six vendors to sign up currently, we already got like three or four. So I think we got like two spots though. I might open another couple spots. So the first Six or so vendors will go ahead and get you set up with your own uh, personal flyer, personal headshot, and billboard. Now, we are offering this to all the vendors. So the couple of vendors that are going to sign up, we're offering a free uh, personal um, headshot uh, along with a personal flyer that's going to be um, um, going to be displayed in our actual digital magazine. We're actually going to have a digital magazine going out here in a couple months as well. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations to that. Yeah, so we're we're excited, man. We're just like I said, with my team, our crew, man, we're we're really working around the clock to try to go ahead and get this ready. And then so you heard it here first. You ain't heard it from anybody else. So they are probably gonna bust my head about this. So emerging business leader, we're sitting down, we're coming to our next meeting. I would love to have you in it. We okay. can video chat in it. I would love to have you in everyone. Rachel's supposed to be in there, but she flaked on <laughs> 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 hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. We're looking for more people to, uh, that are willing to help. But um, after the expo, we're planning to have a black tie gala. Oh, so with the blacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not stopping with the expo there. Um, probably about six or so months from then, from the expo, we're looking to go ahead and just start uh, get the ball rolling on our black tie gala. And our black tie gala will be featuring some of the companies from the expo and any of the uh, you know. So we're looking for artists. 
poets, painters, anything of the sort like that for our galas. So we can have a solid auction. Uh, we're going to award um, business leaders of the year, uh, companies of the year, black uh, minority companies of the year. We're handing out scholarships. We're looking to go ahead and, you know, just, you know, give back to the community. So, yeah, we're, we're going to blow this thing out. But you'll hear further on about that further on down the road, though. Okay. I don't get too much of it, though. Yeah, but we got some things planned. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of that. And like I said, just let me in. I'm I'm here for it. Um, yeah, because I, I I I'm going to be there for the expo for sure. So that that opens up because I, I mean I want to be a vendor. Now that I know it's only seventy five dollars, I'm gonna be a vendor. So it was interviews at the expo. So that's what we had expected. I am. That's my oh, plan. Okay. That's we my had you. plan. Oh, okay. Yeah, we Look. had you down. Yeah. I am, yeah. No, that's that's my plan. Like, I want to I want to be able to tap in with everybody. Think of us oh, is gonna tap in with all of the all of the yeah. big owners. If you want, if you want, if you want to get your face out there, get your company out there. This is yeah. what we're for. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't change. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, I'm all for it. I'm yeah, all for it. absolutely, yeah. So like, and this is also open to the public. So. Say yeah. if, um, if I if I'm interested in starting a business, but I haven't started my process there. What's there for those people? So we do have a workshop. Um, Doctor Precious, I think, is going to host another workshop for that. We do have a sign up sheet for anybody that's looking to um get with me on um, business consult uh, consult oh consulting firm. Sorry, I'm having a tongue twist today. Yeah. Um, business consulting firm. I'm actually um and, and to be honest with you, you can sign up today with me. Like I said, I give Mitch my number. Um, you can. Get my tags from the video today. Uh, I only charge twenty dollars an hour, and you ain't getting it nowhere. That's that's awfully quite cheap. You know, twenty dollars yeah. an hour. I can tell you how to go online, set you up with your LLC through your state, and how to actually break it down and help you write your business plan, get your market target market uh, lined up, and actually get your budget set up. All for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. <laughs> Most people, you know, <laughs> that are having you set up your um, you know, business and charging hundred. Thirty dollars or three hundred some dollars. When I first started out, I could charge uh, three hundred dollars just to do um, uh, a register agent, and didn't know nothing about it. And that register agent went through and helped me register my company with the state. Didn't know that I can do all this by myself. Uh -huh. And that's honey. And all I'm doing is twenty dollars to go ahead and get you signed up and tell you how to, you know, get you with the right connects and do all that stuff like that. So we are offering that. We're offering workshops or anybody that's walking in and looking to start their own company and their own business. Um, and we're offering jobs. So a lot of these other companies that are coming in are going to be offering jobs. So this is a business and health expo. So we'll have certain um, community leaders that are coming in. We have certain counselors that are coming in um, that are working with, you know, youth. Dr. Precious works with youth. Uh, we got a lot of other counselors going to be coming in. You know, you can do screening, test screenings on hearing and sight, things of the sort like that. You know, just your regular things. Yeah, so. That's awesome. That's awesome. How did the health and mental health aspect get incorporated in there? Was that always a part of the vision or was that something that came later? That's something that came later. Uh, one of the members actually brought it up. They were like, you know, um, one of the main things that uh, impact our community as minorities and blacks is that we don't like to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't like to get checkups. You know, if I sleep on it, I'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Give me a Advil, I'll be good in the morning. Some Titanol, I'll be good in the morning. We don't like to go to the doctors, and a lot of it's it's an issue. So when we're bringing resources to the community, one of the main things that we need to be talking about is not only just education, but it's always going to be the factor of health. 
and you're talking about, you know, physical health and mental health, um, which is another thing is, you know, black men don't like to talk about therapy and talk through their problems. We talked about that a while back, you know, we want to do a podcast about that. And um, that came right from the actual podcast last week, is talking about how black men don't want to talk through some of these problems and they need counseling and counseling is healthy. Um, and we're not trying to raise unhealthy, you know, but yeah, so yeah, we want to actually, you know, offer these resources. So there's a lot of resources that um in the community that people don't know about that are actually quite free. Yeah. That is free. You know, health screenings that are free. And people like, forget it. I sleep on it or you know, sweeping on the road. You know how people do. You know how our people do. You know, something yeah. happened in the you know, keep it in the family, keep it behind closed doors, you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. So we want to work those things out. So yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I said it. I said it in a um last episode that just came out actually, where it was just like when I remember when I broke my ankle, I walked it off. I, right. I genuinely walked it off. <laughs> I walked it off. It oh, was no. excruciating. Like it was excruciating oh. pain, and I'm at home, and I'm just like, bruh, it it ain't laying right. It ain't uh, it ain't doing what it's supposed to do, and right. I'm just like. It's just sprained. This is a really bad sprain, but it's just sprained. And it's just like the next day, it's just like, man, you know, this is not sprained. This is not sprained. And you know what's crazy? What's crazy about it is that, and we're talking about this is because I went on a job um, a few weeks back, probably like a week before last. Uh, Actually, the day we were supposed to record, um, and half the reason why I went to that, you know, at the funeral and all that, I just threw my back out on the job. And man, look, people don't tell you, and I'm telling you here this first. When you hit 30, it's downhill. (laughs) You do not bounce back like you used to. No, I will go out, play ball. I mean, I will walk home from practice. We'll get school off, man. Look, 30, I'm going to bed at 8 o'clock, day 30. (laughs) I got to be up early. I got to go to work in the morning. Look, you trips. Skin, scab, knee, whatever, it ain't healing as quickly as it used to, man. Oh. Your knee, you get up in the morning, you be cracking your back. Yeah, I bent over to pick something up and I bent over the wrong way. I was sort of lifting my knee, didn't forget it. I was out for almost like three or four days. Yeah. <laughs> I might dad, like, you know, rub the icy hot on my back, babe. <laughs> just, just, I heard crying. I'm like, Lord, just take me down. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta. Um, health is, is 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 such, it's such a um issue in our community, man. Not only just just mental health, period, man. You know, um, I don't know if you heard about shootings back at home about these young boys that are down here in um, downtown St. Louis, and they, it's just, it's serious. So we want to be able to provide a positive reinforcement for the community, yeah. something that's. I'm a reason to say, hey, I want to get up and I want to do something with my life. You know, I want to do something other than just be stuck in St. Louis forever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so much that uh, goes into it, too. There, I'm starting to understand there's a link between your physical health and your mental health. Yeah. That's one of the yeah. lessons that I'm learning and- in my life. Because like you said, when you get older... It don't it, things don't work the same the way they used to. You know what I'm saying? I'm down here in Texas. I eat all this spicy food. I'm feeling my body. I say, is this what heartburn feels like? Is this heartburn? street tacos? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is this heartburn? But no, seriously, like, and even when I go through my own fluxes with my with my own mental health, a lot of it is linked to like what I'm what I'm eating, 
what mm-hmm. my kids look like, mm-hmm. what my teens are, you know? And I'll be honest, like my parents tried to instill these things in me, right? Where it's just like, for instance, I grew up sleeping in all the time. And it's just my parents be like, you know, your days will be easier if you woke up earlier and actually prepared for what you had in your day. And I'd be like, man, I'm gonna wake up when it's time for me to do what it is that I need to do and not a minute before. And like, now that I'm older, it's just like, actually, no, for my literal health, I do need to start the day with exercising. Not for the fact that I want to lose weight, but literally to wake my body up. Yeah. And to and to get that blood flowing and to and to keep a promise to myself for the sake of my mental health. Like it, it it's it's stuff like that. And it's just like the foods that we eat. Like if I'm not eating fruits, if I'm not drinking enough water, I'm gonna pay for that. Yeah. And you know what age was it when you realized that you had to do that? This one, 29. <laughs> 29. <laughs> so I'm telling you, 30 downhill. 30, look, when I hit 30, I was uh I was diagnosed with diabetes. Mm. I realized I had diabetes. So then I had to change my eating habits, I had to change how I was you know, and I'm, I'm still struggling with that. I mean, you know, certain things I like. I love ice cream, but I'm lactose intolerant. And I got I'm a, and I'm a diabetic. Yeah. So it's a double hitter for me. You know what I mean? So it's a double hitter, but I had to realize that. And then they'll tell you that, you know, my doctor tells me all the time, you know, um, diabetes can affect your, your mood swings. It can t- affect your, uh, your, uh, your emotions, you know, it can affect, you know, how, you know, some days you can be sluggish yep. and then you be sluggish and you'd be so angry with the world or you ain't ate, um, and you got to take a snack three times. A day. I'm like, Lord, I got to eat three times a day. I can't eat just one, three times a day, small snacks, small proportions. But when I was on this health kit, man, I'm trying to still do it. I'm trying to get back to it. It takes discipline, but at the same time, it affects you mentally, physically. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't get through your day half the times because you're so drained and you're sluggish when you get home at the end of the day. And then, you know, for me, it was like when I started working and I realized that I was in you know the workforce and I wasn't like in my twenties anymore, so I couldn't just go all day without eating. I had to start taking lunches to work. Yeah. I, I was. I, Wondering how my dad and stepdad would get up in the morning, man. He would cook him some eggs, man. He'd have his lunch bag to go to work, and then he'd get home. He got to have dinner. I'm like, this man eats three square meals a day. He has to have it. Yeah. It wasn't until I, got, I realized, like, yeah, you need that. You do. Yeah, it's before lunch. You 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 mad at the world. Don't nobody come talk to me. So if you're not you, hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to <laughs> yeah, but mental health. It's definitely tied to how we, um, you know, what we eat, what we take into our bodies. And so we have to watch that. So, yeah, do you definitely. Think, do you think there's a link there between, like, you know, the the health ailments and the and the things that we experiment? I mean, not experiment, experiment, experience, like, in our health and mental health. Do you think that's linked to the way that we live our day-to-day lives? And what I mean by that? is like the habits that we have like the ways that we eat right oh so like Ooh. where we say Ooh. like we we eating ice cream it's just like you know yeah. like i'm eating ice cream but like really i'm eating my feelings yeah but, but i don't realize is, i'm eating my feelings some of that is tied into generational curses mm-hmm. so yeah. some of that come on let, let's really talk about it some of that we were taught mm-hmm. some of that instilled into us so every time, every black movie you've seen that associated with black culture, if somebody dies in the family, 
have an accident, something major happen, what happens? We cook and we eat. Soul food is the perfect example. We, <laughs> Big Mama done died from diabetes and got her leg cut off, right? Yeah. And then in the movie, they cooking the same recipes that killed Big Mama. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on, yeah. right? So, yeah, man, a lot of this, you know, I had to realize that, you know, some of the stuff that I was just taught, like, man, they would make my my, uh, my plate as a hungry meal plate. I'm like, hungry man plate. I'm like, dude, the proportions that we serve, the uh, the main you know, the, the mentality or the mindset that, you know, hey, we ain't wasting no food. We ain't throwing no food away. <laughs> I'll make you go in that trash and eat it if you throw it away. <laughs> yeah. You move from that table until you finish all your food and yeah. you stuffing is childhood obesity is real, man. It it is real. It is real, and some of that comes, you know, back into slavery. You know, a lot of stuff that you know we couldn't get as slaves, and we were getting the scraps. So we got the chitlins and the other parts of the pig, and you know the snoop and all that's because you know, you know the master didn't want to eat that. Right. So he gave it to the and the slaves ate it as scrap. Now it's a the delicacy, you know, over here, and you know, <laughs> but you know, yeah, some of that stuff is passed on through generations, and it's tied to a lot of baggage, man. A lot of that, you know, people, you know, force eat. You know, a lot of people, you know, eat for depression. A lot of people, you know, you ever seen my six hundred pound life? A lot of people ask about how I got like this. You know, something tragic happened, and they like to lead to that. So, you know, one minute you were up, upbeat, living, you know, working. Next thing you know, you sitting there having them turn you over to the forklift. You know, things happen like that. Only reason being is because you know depression is real, which leads back to mental health is a serious issue in our community and our culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing that I had to, uh, I made a post the other day and it says, uh, a closed mind blocks a lot of blessings. You know what I'm saying? I got to say it this way. And the only reason why I'm saying it that way is because I know the audience who get it is just like the phrase white people shit. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that phrase. (laughs) So you, are you, are you talking about the submarine? Cause I know that's what you say. It's crazy. You say that. Because I, I said that earlier today, and uh, one of my white employees like he looked at me. He was like, "It was some other minorities on there too." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like I hate right. that phrase because it's just like when you think about certain things, right? It's just like therapy, white people shit. No, it's not. Yeah, no, white people shit. No, it's not. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Eating healthy, going for walks. Oh, that's white people. No, it's not. It's healthy. Some of these things are healthy. And and I don't want the audience to take this the wrong way. I feel like this is a comfortable, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. Yeah. Um, When you say that, what rings and dawns on me and my, and my, and registered with me is um, blacks are racist too. And that's all you're saying. That is all you're saying. Like, you know, we, we say some things and that are out of sort. And, you know, I, and I get this all the time, man. You know, our, who are we to judge and point the finger? Mm-hmm. We turn around and then you know, we're hypocrites sometimes. You know what I mean? And so when they, when they mention white people, you know, it's basically us being racist. And we're, we're so judgmental. Yeah. I think we're very, I mean, granted, we, I'm not taking away from anything that happened in, you know, the hundred years, you know, that we've been oppressed. Absolutely. But, that is, you know, we got to step back and just realize, you know, we're part of the problem, too. Bigger picture. <laughs> it's seeing the bigger picture. Man, we are part of the problem, too, man. I mean, not only against whites, but we're racist against each other. Absolutely. We are, we're racist against other cultures. If you, you are racist, call it 
call it all around. That's Man. it. If you're going to call it, call it all around. Don't Man. just do it when it's in benefit to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't call it out when that's, it's that's, like, oh, you oppressing me. It's just like, okay, yeah. well, who are you oppressing with this thought process? Yeah. That's, that's what that's I'm saying. A, that's a podcast. Call, and I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but nah, it is. yeah, that's what I said. It's a, it's just like that's why I had to start. It's just like I just don't like the phrase because even with a lot of things, I like to take race out of it because uh, I feel like we get stuck in the weeds because really a lot of our problems are people problems that yeah. relate to anybody. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It, it, uh, there are plenty of, of white people, Hispanic people, or whatever that come from that don't come from money. That also, you know what I'm saying, experience their own trials or whatever. These are people problems. And then when we act like it's only us that experience these things, that's how we end up having these small and, arguments instead of making that forward progress that we have, you know, right? You know, what kills me, they try to play the card. They try to play the card every time. So you'll get somebody, you ever been in line and you're in line at the, at the uh, cash register and you're waiting to get in line. And the lady up there trying to return something she didn't bought at Dollar Tree, saying this this chair broke on me, and I'm like, lady, why would you buy a chair from Dollar Tree? I yeah. need my money, all my money back. And she going off on this lady, and I'm like, lady, come on now. And they always play that card like, you know, well, I can't believe they doing this to me. They just so racist, and I'm like, no, nah, come on now, it's, it's common sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they be trying to misplay racism a lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it to you ain't nobody hurt you quit trying to play the victim half the time all right <laughs> it was somebody i remember it was somebody it was back when i worked in my retail days and it was a man that brought a pit bull in the store God. now like i love pit bulls they they at my job i pet them they cool i don't have no problems with pit bulls but you know the perception that comes with the pit bull. Of course, you know, black people don't really, they, right. they be scared of dogs sometimes. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Oh, I, don't, I don't fool dogs at all. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, it just is what it is. Now, it's a man, it's a black man. He came in with this pit bull. And our manager is a white lady. She, she's a white lady. And she's just like, sir, you, you can't have this dog in here. And they want to be like, Oh, that's racist. That's racist. The white ladies come in with their poodles oh. and stuff all the time. And it's just like, that's not racist. That wasn't racist. She wasn't doing that because you black. Granted, she might have discriminated against your pit bull. Right. <laughs> pit bull ought to be upset. <laughs> the pit bull like, come on, brother. I'm cool. Like, bone. <laughs> I ain't been nobody a day in my life. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it, it wasn't because of that. It wasn't because of that. But it's just like, it, it, it's the easy call out. It's the yeah. call out. It's just like, oh, yeah. it, it, it's because of my color. It's like, no, nah, I don't have nothing to do with your color. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like, come on now. We ain't yeah, crazy. They, That's what a lot of these arguments in this. And again, this is why I love doing. Hmm? They love to play the victim and then have the time they the problem. Yeah. 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 I, I, you play the victim, but you the problem. <laughs> come on now. Always looking for a discount, boy. <laughs> I get that so much. Yeah. It, um, it is hindering to the black entrepreneur. Black discounts. Black owned does not mean black discounts. I swear to you, I get that. I just got at this problem before this call. Problem before we got on this um this record this um podcast. And 
young brother was a college student and he asked, he said he needed some help getting his belongings from point A to point B. I told him what it was. He was like, oh, forget that. I can't do that. Why are you? So I, I hear it all the time when I make these posts and people are like, well, black home doesn't also mean that you raise your prices and charge more than anybody else. But you pay for Louis Vuitton. You pay for Michael Kors. You go and pay a three thousand dollars for a bag, five thousand for you won't support your own people. Come on, man, because it has a name on it and it's name, but you won't support you won't support you know Keisha down there on the corner selling home bags and she manufactured and made herself and now she out here just trying to make a dollar to feed her and her family, but she's trying to generational wealth. She ain't trying to just work for the other man, but she wants to create her own wealth. But you won't support her. But you'll definitely go support Louis Vuitton and Gucci and you rocking all this other stuff because all the you know you chasing clout. All the rappers got it. Everybody that's known got it. But they you, not yeah, giving a discount. They not giving you a discount. They not you, having a sale. They, how can you not sit here and then you be pro black, but then you can't support your community. You can't hold up your community. You rather go buy elsewhere rather than buy home. And so that's the whole purpose of the expo. This is our goal, man, is to bring it back to the home team, the hometown. We are St. Louis bred, known and native, and we want to bring all this resources we took from our journeys from leaving home to going off to college and coming back here. And then, you know, just developing ourselves as you know, professionals and bring this back to the home people that need it. And, you know, so, you know, we feed them our community. Everybody's on easy. Everybody comes to the table. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, and that's an amazing concept. I think something that we don't always realize is well, I I don't know if this is true or not. This is just my integrity system, so I'm not gonna put it on everybody. But it's one of those things where I believe that some things have to be bigger than money, and you know, the money will always come. Like money will always come if you got a faith system. You already know you're gonna get provided for. Now I don't mean go out and do nothing crazy. But you know what I'm saying? That but you it will always be provided for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As I was sitting down and trying to work on a business plan for like, for instance, like everybody is just like, oh, I'm gonna start a podcast. It's just like, y'all know the podcast ain't what makes the money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? The podcast ain't what makes the money. It's just like I, that's I why thought about like, now. I thought about it and I was wondering how you get profit behind that, but I'm like, yeah. You got you got to have something to sell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you got to have something to sell, and that's where you get all of these people that's doing these like uh, seminars and the, the and the this is and the that, and it, because that's how they make their money. It's not in the, you know, it's it it's not in the streaming itself. You know what I'm saying? That they're, they're pushing something, and like even for me, like with a concept like this, it's just like if you if you really want to make an impact in the world. There are other ways to make it happen. There are not yeah. that exist. There are fundings. There are, there are other ways to kind of make things happen. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it can't always be about the money because if you if you put everything on the money, there's no substance. There's no heart there. There's no heart in money. There's no passion in money. People people are always willing to bag up something that has substance, that has a reason to it, that has a purpose. You know what I mean? Um, especially people with grants. There's a lot of grants that are out there for podcasts. People that are look, you know, they're looking to get out here in that, you know, that industry. But yeah, yeah, definitely.
yeah like the money the money will always come that's that that's that thing with faith and entrepreneurship it's just like if god calls you to do something the, the plan never matches the budget man i was i was having this conversation with a student of mine yesterday and he had the problem where god was calling him he, he felt like god was calling him to start his own business and he was taking advice from everyone else and everyone else said man quit your job but quit your job, but you got four or five kids and then start your business. I get it. I get it. I don't advise anyone <laughs> to put yourself in some mess. And I don't think God will lead you into some mess. No. If he ever leads you into something he's calling you to, he'll make sure that if one door closes, that another one's and you have resources. God is a God of resource and provision. He never pulls you into no mess and no drama that you know he ain't saying. So if he's saying, oh, go quit your job today and you can start your uh you know your business today and you ain't got no money to feed your kids, I don't think God's calling you to that. I don't think that's what I <laughs> said. I don't think that's what he said. I don't think that's what he said to you, but I think he said that you 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 can work nights after work and when you get the kids asleep, start developing your business plan. Start mapping out your target market. Get you a really budget of five years of how you're going to do that. And then all the money you're spending and you're making from your side money from your main job, you put into your own passion. Yeah. And you pour into your passion. I don't think God ain't never, God ain't never called nobody to no mess. Come on. No. I, no. Never. It's like, you, you got to understand when you listen to the people and when you listen to the God, because it's a different. Come on. Oh, come on. Now, Come for on. real, because there, yeah. do y'all know how many times, like, I've been doing this podcast for two years. You know how many times I prayed? And I'm just like, God, come on, bro. Why I'm still here? Yeah. Why am yeah. I still here? But the reason why I'm still here is because I'm not ready, but he's, he's leading me there, right? Yeah. He's leading me there, but I have to go through a process first. You know what I'm saying? I have to build the network. I got to do the this. I got to do the that. We got to get there. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to learn patience. I got to learn preparation. I got to learn how to be a big, better leader, be more confident in my networking abilities. It's a process that I got to go through. And that's why I'm sitting at this job. Yeah. So me sitting at this job and doing this and being frustrated, the frustration is the fuel to keep going. And then, yeah. and, and and then it is giving me the ability to still pay my bills and do this and give this the money to do this and whatever. And it's teaching me patience and how to trust the process. Because even when you get that business, there are going to be times where you have to be patient and see the bigger picture. And that's what it's about. God ain't never going to call you to nothing crazy. He's never going to give you nothing that you're not ready for. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. If you ain't where you want to be. It's because you ain't ready yet. And it doesn't mean that you you never going to get ready yeah. you in a preparation season. I think my uncle has said this on the show before, but you in a preparation yeah. season, you yeah. know, it's different. You gotta, I, I love Steve Harvey, man. Look, Steve Harvey said this one time on the show and he was talking about how he, when he was younger, he uh, used to walk from school or home. And every day he was asking mom, like, mom, I'm tired of walking from work and I need a car. I need a car. I need a car. She said, well, when you get that old car out of the driveway, then we'll talk. And he walks home from every day from school and he tells his mom, mom, I need a car. I need a car. She said, when you get that old car out of the driveway, we'll talk. And this is all about trusting the process. So he said one day he decided he took the bricks off of it. Um, and he put a battery in it and he made sure he cleaned the oil spot up and he was, you know, he got the car out of the driveway. 
And when he walked home for work the next day, he said that there was a brand new car waiting in the driveway for him. And he said that in that moment, he realized that you've got to make ready for the blessing. That if you're thinking or believing or praying that whatever God is calling you to in this season, may, may it be your own business, starting your own business, leaving your job, that you have got to make room for what God is calling you to. See, right now your cup is already full. God can't pour no more into you yet. So you've got to empty in order for God to pour into you what's new. So people ain't getting that. So how do you how do you how do you become empty? You start pouring into others. And as God is pouring into you, then you're pouring into others in your cup and it just starts to overflow and it just spills out into other people. And this is what networking and supporting looks like. So whatever God is putting on the inside of you, everything that he's developed me for, all the training that I went through, all the uh, the classes and just all the, you know, just the hardship and, you know, the customers and, uh, you know, the late nights where I had to DoorDash just to make ends meet, just to make sure that I was paying this bill. Everything that I've been taught and learned over the years, if I want to move to the next level that God is calling me to in this season, I got to be able to go ahead and pour out into some other people. And pour out what he's already given me so I can make room for what he has in store for me. Man, who you talking to? <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Come on. You got to yeah. make ready for Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, you... To go somewhere in the season, you got to make room for it. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. trust that process, man. It, it sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, it's 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 real. It's real it's talk. It's real. Yeah. It's real. And it applies to all areas of life. Yeah, that's what's so crazy too. It yeah. apply, it's gonna apply to every area of your life, and I think this will go back to uh, Kiara's episode that we did, where it's just like when you learn how to trust the process, these these things apply everywhere. So it's gonna apply to your relationship. It's gonna apply uh, uh, apply to your career. It's gonna apply right. to your personal life, your health, your everything, because you understand it's just a process. I don't have to trip off none of this. Let yeah. me go ahead and get this out the way. Let me go ahead and just take care of what it is that I need to care take care of. Let me just trust this process. Let me trust yeah. what it is that I'm being told. If I'm being told to be still, it's for a reason. If I'm being told yeah. to go, it's for a reason. If I'm if I'm getting told to jump, I could be scared, but I'm gonna go ahead and jump because it's for yeah. a reason. And then you know what I'm saying? Six months down the line, a year down the line, let it two years, five years, ten years, and you look up and you be like, Oh, everything changed, didn't it? That's because you trusted that. Yeah. Process. Yeah. So the next time you're faced with a challenge or conflict, you got to remember, man, like, yeah, oh, God got something to store for me. Oh, God got a blessing on the other side of this. Oh, yeah, I'm struggling now, but wait till you see me next week. Oh, I ain't got no ride. But then you wait till a year from now when I'm, when I ain't, I'm picking other people up, taking them to work. You might be struggling just temporarily. But when you see what God has on the other side of the hill for you, see the Bible says, well, I look to the hills from which come my help. So if you um, just wait just a little bit longer and hold on, just hold on just a little bit longer and you just wait because pain is only temporary. Suffering is only temporary. It don't last always. But if you just hold on out and just realize that what you're going through now is only preparing you for your better and your greater. So you just in the gym and building that muscle. I talked about this earlier on the show uh, a couple episodes ago. He's like building that muscle. You got to have a strength. You got to you got to meet some you no know, force and got to meet some you know 
So I got I to gotta meet something, you know, some force, some tension. And all that tension that I'm meeting in my life against all these struggles, these obstacles, some nights you might not eat, some nights you might even have about a ride to work, some nights you might feel alone and ain't nobody going to be talking to you or in your corner or supporting you. Some nights there'll be times where your lights might be cut off and you're <laughs> drinking from the faucet and then you're actually boiling your water to go ahead and eat your water because you ain't paid your water bill. But some nights you'll be going through some struggles, some trials, some turmoils, but if you just hold on just a little while longer, keep the faith, trust the process, watch how God flipped the script. Absolutely. That's it. Watch how he flips the script. Absolutely. Because it's, 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 it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out and it's going to play, it's going to pay off in a crazy way and eventually it will make sense. Yeah. Even if it don't make sense today, yeah. it's going to make sense somewhere down the line. That's what I'm saying. Like people keep asking me because I keep talking to all these new people and they always ask me, how did this podcast start? Well, the podcast starts with the broken ankle and everybody goes, ooh. And it's just like, nah, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Like, I can see what you mean. Like I, I appreciate the empathy, but that was the best thing that ever happened to me. It wasn't at the time. It was right. it was not at the time, but it was I, the, yeah, it was that intervention that I that I needed yeah. in my life to to put me down on this path. So sometimes like some of those those hardest moments will be the same moments that will transform everything in your life. Yeah. It'll be that wake up call that you needed. It'll be it'll be it, it'll be whatever. It'll be whatever it is that you need because God knows what you need to push you forward. Struggle builds character. That's Absolutely. exactly what. It is. Absolutely. That's exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. It's like it's like what you said with the working out. You know what I'm saying? People that work out all the time, they say, if you can't feel it, you're not doing it right. If, right. If you <laughs> if you can't feel it, you're not doing right. it right. So if, if it's not hurting, you you're doing something wrong because it's too easy. You might need to add weight. You might not be doing the workout properly. You might need to adjust right. something. You know what I'm saying? If people who like help, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's be honest, when you work out and that next day when all of those muscles are sore, you can be like, oh, this hurts. Or you could be like, yeah, that's gains. That's gains. But Pete, Pete, Pete this. And I, what I love about that process is that you put your body through this struggle and this pressure, you put it under extreme pressure, and then you're breaking and tearing down the fibers in your arm and in your muscles. And then when you they tell you to sleep, get a lot of rest. Because when you rest, those same fibers that you broke down and tore down are now healing. But now they're healing, but then they're doubling up and they're restoring themselves and they're even stronger than what they were. You're building muscle. Mm -hmm. So same instance of this process is the same process you're going through right now. God has been tearing you down, putting you through struggle and trials. And he says he's been breaking you apart only together and rebuilding and make you even stronger than what you came out. You'll look different. You'll look greater. You'll look better. Man, don't tell me what God can do. Don't tell me what he ain't going to do. Don't don't because I'm I'm a living example of it, man. Everything that I have, everything that I do now, everything that I'm doing right now in the streets, all the companies, all the you know the, the experience that I have, it's I owe it all to God. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. true faith walker right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, man. But yeah, I owe it all to Him. Wow, yeah. man. That's yeah, man, I love this show, man. Like I said, I, I'm I'm here to support you fully because I, I I believe in your 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 platform. I believe in what you're doing. I support what you're doing, 
and keep going. Don't stop because you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I'm on it. I'm liking every episode. I'm sharing every episode. Yeah. Comment every episode, and I'm bringing more people. All my cousins and them. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Yeah, I support what you're doing here all the time. I tell you that all the time. I yeah. vision, so yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. And like honestly, like yeah. I you you were part of my circle like you you in my corner and i i appreciate that like i i seriously do and just to be able to be surrounded like to be able to see things from like your box trucks and your billboard it's just it's just oh, inspiration yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's inspiration yeah. like, i i do want to touch on it now cuz you you making gains now we ain't talked about that so we we got we got a couple minutes now i ain't said nothing about that so Man, just an update on you know, just on the, on the movie company. Like, man, we we got we purchased our first home, uh, first box truck. We got that rolling, and now that's doing delivery, and we're doing freight. So now we're uh, we're doing deliveries um, across the state now on top of freight. Um, you know, so that's that's big. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's huge. We're delivering from you know majority companies that are local. Um, not only that, man. Now we're running two, three trucks. We have over ten employees. Um, three, uh, two managers. Uh, yeah, man, we're doing big things. We got billboards, we got advertising coming up. Uh, we got scholarships that are coming up. We're offering scholarships for st local students. We're hiring uh, and doing on the job training, like um, kind of like Job Corps for um, you know, high school students. Uh, we're trying to set up where we can get them dual credit. So yeah, we're, we're doing big things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And how's the cleaning company doing? Clean company's awesome, man. We're uh we're waiting for a project to finish up in Springfield in Ozark, Missouri. Uh, where we'll, once that project's done, it's um another multi-story. Uh, they're spending about six to seven million dollars on that. We'll be uh that'll be another major job for us. That's gonna be over close to about twelve hundred units that we'll have to clean. So yeah, we're we're still partnering with local um storage facilities and we're actually cleaning those. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wait, and you have a storage facility too, don't too. you? Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> oh. You just jack of all trades right now. Man. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like I owe everything to God, man. Like seriously. Everything. I, I it's nothing I've done. I've just been a willing vessel and just, you know, he tells me to go, he tells me to jump. I say hi, Lord, and you know, I go and I do. You know, order my steps. Yeah. 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 That's so uh, man, that's so true. That's so true. That's so true. That's so true. Like, and I know people, I know people can listen and be like, man, that's just words, but it's, it's so true that there, there, there have been times where it's just like, I, when I pray now, it's just like, I understand that I'm being used and it's, just, yeah. it's ain't me. Cause it's just like, look, look, the me that I was, was running from this. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So look, I was I was telling Derrica the other day and I was like, man, um, I was on my way home from work and I was talking to another brother and he was telling me his situation and he was telling me about, man, I love the work you're doing. I'm following everything you're doing, man. I can't wait to hear more of your word. And as he's talking to me, God had put this vision in my head. So I'm on the highway, I'm 70 driving and I'm seeing this vision and he gives me this vision saying, you need to do this. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know if that's what you're calling me to do. <laughs> Somebody's had that moment, man. If God has ever called you to anything, I ain't never known not one person to go ahead and just jump right on and say, yeah, Lord, I'm on it. Everybody had a moment of denial. Like, Lord, I don't know if that's for me. 
even when I went into ministry and, you know, the guy that called me in the ministry and called me to be a preacher, I don't want to be no preacher eating chicken and preaching the word. Like, no, 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 you ain't called me to that. You ain't called me to your church. And I had a minute where, you know, people ran from it. But then I had to realize, like, man, yeah, no, this is, this is me. And I realized, man, like, I just got to be obedient. It might be hard at first because you want to, you want to follow suit after what everybody else is doing. But God ain't called you to be like everybody else. He called you out of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man, like, it's going to be hard at first to, you know, to follow that call that he has on your life. But as long as you stay obedient and you let the Lord order your steps, keep doing what you're doing on this podcast. Don't give up. Don't give in. Sometimes it might be a struggle because you're trying to balance schedule with work, personal life, and trying to, oh, I got to edit videos tonight, and I got to edit your podcast tonight, and I got to edit. But it's what he's calling you to because in the instance of that, it's not just for you. Mm -hmm. Whatever you, this is, this, this this platform is, is not just meant for you, but the blessing that he has on his platform is meant for everybody attached to it. So all your artists, all the people that come get to speak, all the people that you know get to announce their business and what they're doing. I mean, you're all the way in where you're at, man. I'm all the way in Missouri, and people get to hear this across several states. Yeah, we got people that listen. To <laughs> world, honestly, right, right. Yeah. So, so the call that he has on your life, you gotta understand. It ain't just meant for you. It ain't just about you. It ain't about you. It's about what how God's gonna work through you and use you to bless the next person, man. Just a vessel. Yeah. Just a vessel. Yeah. I'm yeah. just a vessel. I'm just being used, and I love every yeah. part about being used. You know what I'm saying? It's like I love every part about being used. I'm a vessel that's humbling. It's just humbling. Yeah. This is this is awesome. I tell you all the time, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I I, I try to schedule an episode every week if I could. <laughs> look, I'm right. look. Look, just ask for a link and I'll send it over. It ain't no problem. As I say, I try I try not to bother people too often. That's why I just pop in every once in a while. Like no, no, I'll be looking. I'll be looking. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me look at my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> well, today, like, oh, okay, I can't do it that day. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we like a kid that came off the front door. <laughs> yeah. Like my outside today. I can't wait today. Like, yeah, no, nah, man. I'm a, I'm excited for what's to come, man. I love the new additions to um the podcast. I mean the new, you know, adaptation, how you're editing. I, I see the difference, but I see how how the growth is in it and how you're growing from where you were and where you are going now. And, and a lot of these other shows don't have this. <laughs> you don't have what you what you're doing right now, and so I see our guys working through you, man. And I mean, the people you're bringing on now from you know Miss Miss Missouri, what's yeah. speaking to Miss Missouri yeah. to you know rappers and artists and other business owners, man. I, I love it. I love it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what God has in store for you. I appreciate yeah. it. I definitely do. I definitely appreciate that, man. It's been a journey and I'm just glad to I'm glad I'm glad to have you on the journey with me. And I look, I'm I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. And I'm I'm excited to see where you're going with it because it looks like you got a lot in store and to come. So yeah, I got a lot on my plate. <laughs> yeah. 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 My girlfriend bust my head. She's my son. Yeah, you just doing too much. Oh Lord. Yo. But I said. 
like, well, you going to slow down. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> look, look, okay, okay, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I got some, I'm going to tell you something once we get off of here. But it's just like, I, I'm at one else and it's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to figure it out. But yeah, no, I'm going to definitely get with you. I'm going I'm to definitely get with you. And like I said, with the expo and everything like that, like I want to make sure that I get tapped in with all of the people for the expo. I want to get the resources Please. for myself. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm Be ready with your notes. Take notes. Look, I'm telling you. Yes. I'm yeah. ready. It'll be something to remember, man. This is going to be the first one of many. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there for the first one, the next one. When we start traveling, I'm I'm manifesting all of that. When we start come going, on, to yeah. city, come on now, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come down there with you. <laughs> look, okay, look, we go, we go, we go. It it starts in St. Louis. The the, right. the Lord only knows where it's gonna go. Right, and that's the right. fun part. That's the fun part. Right there, down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Look, look I got oh, man. Look, all right, <laughs> for playing with me. I'm right. Hey, we just got a new assignment. Look, <laughs> 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 that's me. Yeah. That's how, like, yeah, man. People be just be throwing ideas, man. They just be out there, and that's all I said, man. It's all about collaboration because you can think of something, and I can think of something. You can think of something I've never thought of. So yeah, it's all about yeah. the collaboration. Yeah, at the end. Of yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, yeah. 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 But on that note, I'm not gonna take up too much more of your time. I definitely enjoyed having this conversation today. As always, you already know you're welcome to come back anytime. Oh, um, all the time. Yeah, anytime. Do you wanna let people know where to follow you on social media? Yeah, you can find your boy at Trey L. Scott on Instagram, Facebook, and you can find me on TikTok. I am known as the TikTok preacher. You can also find me on Twitter. All right. All right. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at MarissaY17 on Instagram, Marissa the Thinker on Facebook and YouTube. And then Thinker versus Speaker is everywhere at Thinker versus Speaker, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So if y'all like this episode, definitely make sure you leave a like, share it, put somebody else onto the show. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that you want to add to it, you want to learn more about the expo, anything, drop it in the comments. Find us on social media. You know what I'm saying? We already said it. Say the date again, November 4th, 11 or 4. See, I done memorized it now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. November yes, 4th. Uh, yes. Emerging yeah. business leader. Oh. Yes. Yeah, 11 4. Yes, yes, yes. Super excited. Super excited for that. But on that note, if you don't have anything else, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Do you have anything else for the people? No, nothing else at all. All right, cool, cool, cool. Man, again, yo, thanks, Trey, for coming out. I appreciate you. All right, now. All right, later. Move me.